the On the Left podcast. We didn't vote for him, but uh, we're willing to have a conversation with him. And we're bringing on the President of the United States, Mr. Uh, Donald oh, wow. J. Trump. Oh, Derek Mr. Jason. Trump. It's good to speak with you, Derek and Jason. I'm a big fan of uh, the show. You know, you're doing levels and we're doing water levels. And those are those yes. the best yes, Mario levels. Those are the best Mario levels, right? When you're doing water and you're underwater and there's the squid there. The, the music. Remember the music from the underwater levels? That's I the love the music. music. Don't we love the music, folks? We love the music <laughs> when you are underwater and you're Mario, and it's, suddenly it's a different game. You're not doing Mario anymore. You're doing swimming. So we love, <laughs> you're doing we love swimming. all of your levels. Thank we you, love President all of your Trump. levels. Thank, thank you, Mr. President. Uh, and remember now, when you go to the castle and you got the lava, and you're doing lava <laughs> with all the skeletons? Isn't it a beautiful yes. country? We love That's Donut Land. Country. Don't we love so, our Donut Land? Mr. President, if I could just get you on a, some sort of track here. Uh, yes, very have serious. you seen the Metacritic scores and reviews for Final Fantasy VII Remake? I know that you're a big Final Fantasy VII original fan. I well, just want to know, know what very, you think of the Mako and the material. We're very, very concerned. We're very concerned about the Metacritic scores. You know, I get some of the best Metacritic scores that you've ever seen. I've got a lot of Metacritics, though. I've got a lot of people who don't <laughs> like me. They don't like me very much. Maybe I'm right. You know what I mean? Maybe I know maybe mean, they right? don't like me, but uh, I've got a lot of people who like me a lot, okay? So what you're having with Final Fantasy VII Remake with the Metacritic score, you're seeing that people love Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> they love the original one, but there were a right. lot of mistakes, okay? Lots of mistakes, and they had a lot to fix, okay? Everybody looks like a little Lego guy. Why don't they make them look like a real person, okay? You need to you need to make them look like a real person. We don't like when everyone looks like they were made out of, you know, the little you know when you get Roblox, a fried rice and you got I mean, the carrots and a fried rice, you know, and everyone yes. looks like they're made right. of the carrots and the fried rice, you know. Now, Mr. President, you'd strike me as your favorite character would be uh Red Thirteen. Is that true because of the color red? You love the color red? You know, we're watching Red 13 very closely. We're watching Red 13 very closely. He lied about his name, by the way. Did you know this? Yes, they I did said know this, we, yeah. we got a copy of the birth certificate, and Red 13's real name is Nanaki, okay? Yes, but his, <laughs> his mother is, is human. So does that Yeah, his anything? mother's human, and then his, his uncle or whatever, Bulganagen, is this guy who floats <laughs> around on a little hover. Okay, his uncle is doing a little hover in his planetarium. And when you go to the planetarium there, it's really small. And then when they go to the small. shot where he shows it off, it's really big. And so we're looking at this very closely. So when, when the famous scene happened with Aerith, uh, did you shed a tear? Was it very Aerith. emotional for you? Or did you not Aerith. like the character leading up to that point? God, Eris, what a beautiful woman. What a beautiful woman Eris is. You know, I, she said that she wanted to see some, she wanted to go to a place with some nice furniture. I said, I'll show you where they've got some nice furniture. <laughs> I moved on her like a bitch, okay? I moved on her like a bitch, all right? I did try and fuck her, I did. But uh, I don't know what it is when you're a star, you can do anything, you know what I mean? You can grab them by the uh, large staff that's filled with materia. You can do anything when you're a star. And she said that she grows flower. She grows flowers in the slums. I said, I don't believe you that you found some nice flowers. And she took me to her little church, and I saw where she's got the flowers. You know, they said Severod was a bad guy for for uh, for stabbing her, and I thought he did a beautiful job stabbing her. You know, she's very dangerous, very dangerous as an ancient. Okay, that's called being an ancient. And I understand being an ancient, frankly, much better than some of these Cetra do, I'll tell you. I honestly understand 
what these ancients did. They were very bad. They were very bad. They called meteor, and they brought a meteor, and these are very dangerous people, etc. So Zevarod was doing a very good job when he got rid of this awful woman. She's a beautiful woman, but, you know, very nasty. We don't like her. So we had to get rid of her. And and isn't it better when you have Tifa, when you go on the date with Tifa? She's yes, better. it is. It's Huge so much cans. better with Tifa, yes. Huge cans, and she's walking around from Golden Saucer. Very sexy. Very sexy. So I think it's about time we get justice and we persecute Kate Sith for being a traitor. You know, Kate Sith, they say he's a bad guy, but we had a beautiful conversation the other day. You know, I... Well, I've I've been very good friends with Shinra, and we're talking with Mr. Shinra to facilitate uh, getting some masks and getting some things figured out for coronavirus because we're very serious about Croner. And the President Shinra said that uh, he would be able to help us out, and so we've uh, we've been having some very good conversations with him. Now uh, I understand being in Midgar better than a lot of the people in the Sector 7 slums do. I mean, we can't have a quarantine for forever or we will destroy Wall Market. We need to be supporting Wall Market right now, you know what I mean? We can't just drive our economy off a three-month cliff. And what is that going to do to Wall Market? We're going to be spooking Wall Market. So we're talking with Don Corneo very closely, and we're looking at Wall Market very close. We feel very strongly about Don Corneo. You know, he's... You know, some people say that he likes his women on the young side, and sometimes he likes uh, uh, his women on the man side, if you know. Mr. President, uh, before know, we get I on with really Dark Corneo, but that. how is it possible that Dark Corneo survived that huge fall? Uh, you know, he's a very fat man, and uh, <laughs> when you're fat, you, that's a signifier that you have a lot of wealth. So he was prepared, you know. The, the ultra-wealthy of this country will always be safe because of the money that protects them from calamity. And the bad things only happen to the poor people, and it's very sad, and I get very quiet. And I now, Mr. Adopt, President, I know this I is going to be controversial, but we have, we have records voice. of your PlayStation save file, and we found that uh, you had Don Corneo dance with Cloud Strife. And is it because you enjoyed the way Cloud looked as a lady, or is it just uh, it just happened by chance? You know, I really don't like your tone of voice when you ask that question. <laughs> I think it's very, Look, very. I can't. I have to ask the tough questions here, Mr. President. It's very nasty. I think it's a terrible precedent that you're setting, talking to me that way. You know, you're a terrible reporter. You're a very bad reporter for doing it, and I think it's very nasty that you brought that up. Who gave you that information, by the way? Was it Psychomantis? Did Psychomantis uh, look on the memory card look, and tell had, you that I've Cortana been playing? from Halo 3 investigate your PlayStation. Cortana. She, this is what she found. Wow, Cortana. You know, I think I had her uh, back in 1999. I think I had Cortana. She's a very beautiful <laughs> woman. You know, no, she's blue. she has blue and black stripes all over her body. All over. Mr. President, over. Uh, is it true? Is it true? Uh, that you are bringing out, back Derek. blitzball. Bringing black, bringing black blitzball. Uh, griffball from Halo Three multiplayer. That you wanna, you want that on ESPN tomorrow. Well, you know, we might do it. You know, we're talking with the commissioner of that. We're talking with Master Chief, and we're looking at it. You know, we're thinking about the Spider program. You know, it was a beautiful program, and frankly, we should bring it back. But. You don't want to have too many grunts 
on the field, you know, the grunts, they uh, have yes. a they have a terrible the AI. They have a terrible AI and they yep. go running and they make little noises and they're they're basically little kids and you feel bad for shooting them with your little laser sword because they're basically little kids and we'd much rather fight elite, okay? Of course, of course. Very good at fighting elite. No, Mr. President, we uh we also know that uh you are a big fan of Hideo Kojima's work and especially your favorite game of all time that we've just pulled uh, from your Wikipedia page, uh Death Stranding. And we know yes, that are you scary. so we just want to know get your opinions on the game now that's been out. No one's asked you about your opinion on it. I just think people don't actually recognize that you're a true gamer. Hey, look, I love Death Stranding. Don't we love Death Stranding? We love Kojima. We love Kojima. Mr. Kojima's a really good guy. He likes movie. He likes to watch a movie and he likes he to like tweet movies. a picture of uh he likes to, his whole Twitter is just, "Oh, I saw this cool I saw this cool wallet. Let me tweet this picture of a cool wallet. Oh, this car. The doors go like this instead of the regular way and he tweets the picture." <laughs> so, Kojima, we like Kojima very much. You know, I like Death Stranding. I actually Came of him the idea for Death Stranding. I looked at Kojima. We were at E3 a few years ago, and <laughs> you I were said, at "E3, Mr. Kojima." Uh, I said, "Mr. Kojima, what if you had a game where you had a baby, and you rock the baby back and forth, and the baby stops crying, and then you look around and Leia Seydoux's there, and she's got a skin tight wetsuit on like she's been surfing all day on the French coast." <laughs> and you have rain, and the rain is very bad. It is not good rain, okay? The rain, very bad, not good. And then you're throwing your pee-pee at a ghost. Wouldn't that be a beautiful game if we did pee-pee with a ghost and you wow. held a baby? And I mean, you Kojima should receive said, some credits on that. Let me see what I could do, he said. I'll see. And he didn't give me any credit. He's a very bad man. Don't we love Kojima? He's a really beautiful person, but very bad beautiful guy. Person. I don't know how we feel about him. They say that I know him, but I go, I don't know this guy. I've never met him before in my life. But I mean, Mr. President, you just basically said a story where you gave him the idea for the for Death Stranding. You know, we feel very strongly about Mr. Kojima. I hate this guy. He's a terrible person, but we feel very strongly about him. He's of a course. lovely, Mixed lovely emotions. guy. We really like him. We really like him a lot. He's a beautiful American, and he's a great American, but now, we feel Mr. very President, strongly about Mr. Uh, Kojima. Uh, so did you uh, finish the game? Did you see the true ending where uh, it's Princess uh, Princess Mar? Uh, I'm sorry, it's Mario and Princess Peach at the end, and it's Princess Beach, and they're running on you the know, beach? You know, I got the ending where you're on top of the castle, and Yoshi's there, and he just talks to you. You don't even get to do anything cool with Yoshi. You know, I thought that was weird, and I thought that you unlock the hat that gives you flight way too soon in Super Mario 64. And I said this to Mr. <laughs> Kojima. I said, when you were making Super Mario 64, all I have to do to fly is look up at the sun. I think that's a very terrible decision. You should save this for the final level. You know, we shouldn't be flying so quickly. I think it's a very, very stupid decision. And we think Kojima's a very bad person for doing it. You know, you shouldn't be able to fly so quickly after meeting all the pink bombs. <laughs> no, Mr. President, we ha we just got word. Uh, I'm sorry, on Twitter, uh, Miyamoto, the creator of uh, Nintendo, uh, has tweeted to you saying that your speedrun levels of uh, Mario uh, 3 are false. That you didn't complete it in 12 hours, you completed it in uh, 24 
You know, I met Ian Chef Morimoto the last time I was hosting Ian Chef, and he always has to do Japanese cuisine. If you put that guy against Bobby Flay and they were doing Mexican, you know, Ian Chef Morimoto would not be able to keep up. I'm not sure that he would know a pasilla pepper from an ancho chili. So we, we don't really like Mr. Morimoto very much, and the fact that he has to say this very terrible comment about my Super Mario 3, you know, listen, I'm doing Tanuki suit, and I am, I've got the little tail, and I'm flying around, doing a very good job at Super Mario 3. You know what? Very ahead of its time, it's sort of the prototypical Super Famicom game for NES. It was Super Mario 3 and Kirby's Adventure, very ahead of their time, of using that limited color palette to do some really stunning stuff. But I just want to say that Iron Chef Morimoto is saying some very terrible things when he's insulting my uh, prowess at yes. Super Mario 3. And you can go to my Twitch and see that I am the very best. I am on your Twitch now, and I'm, I'm looking at it, and it does. And I, I see the game clock. I can't see any uh, errors with it. So I think Mr. Iron Chef Morimoto has, has messed up, and I think we'll reach out to him. He's very. It's some very terrible things that he's saying. You know, it's very terrible. Look, we have to do something about these bullet bills, okay? We've got terrible bullet bills entering this country. You know, the Democrats want open borders. They want every bullet bill to be able to fly everywhere, even the little ones that don't have a face and the really, really big ones that have the big face. So right, right. we have to do something about them. We need to hop on all of them and get them out of this country immediately. Now, Mr. President, we're also... Um... We've heard rumors that you're looking to uh, adopt a raccoon dog or a tanuki from uh, the, the uh, from Japan, and we you see that you've requested the tanuki with the biggest falls, and I know that you're a fan of Japanese history, and I'm just wondering, is this because of the great luck that tanuki balls bring uh, humans? You know, I love Japanese history. I love Japanese history. You know, they they did a Shinto for a long time, and then China came over and they said, "Do Buddha. You gotta do Buddha." Do Buddha. So the whole country had to do do a Buddha, and right, so they don't right. really do a Shinto. So what you have is Tanukis. Now these are little foxes that are basically raccoons that are also dogs. Okay, so. You need to make up your mind what kind of animal you are. Are you a chubby little bear or are you a dog or what the hell is it? But with the tanuki, every time I've gotten close to one, he turns back into stone. Can you believe that? I got really close to the tanuki. And this little boy, he raises up one hand and he turns back into a stone again. And this is a very concerning object because I want to have big tanuki balls. Of course, anybody does. And my tanuki's balls are very huge, very, very huge. I've never had a complaint, frankly about the size of my Tanuki's balls. But it is very concerning that they have to be stoned, that they don't want to let me pet them. They're very beautiful animals. I just want to rub the fur. But uh, we have a stone, and it's on our porch, and it's very concerning. Yeah, we can see it on the White House lawn. And Mr. President, I know we've taken up enough of your time. I um, just want to thank you so much for coming on, and we uh, hope that you do something about this coronavirus. You've been slacking a little bit, so we just want you to step up your game a little bit. Well, you know what? I'm doing an incredible job on it. You know, they said that it was only going to be one death, and we're looking at op upwards of 200,000 deaths. So that's more deaths than anyone's ever done before. Very big number, very impressive. You know, nobody's been seeing these kinds of numbers before. The amount of fatalities that are going to happen because of how little I wanted to spook the economy. Wouldn't it be great if we totally ignored 
a disease because we were afraid of spooking the economy. Now we're not even going to have a global economy. Not even going to have an economy in America and maybe not the entire world. Wouldn't that be great if That'd one be guy, because he would pretend that nothing was happening, would completely destroy the ability for money to be money? Wouldn't that be wonderful if money was just a paper that you wipe your ass with? <laughs> That'd be amazing. Mr. That's President, really, also, really incredible. Uh, before we go, uh, we saw that you talked to Joe Biden recently, and he asked that he just Sleepy called you Joe. for some advice. And we heard that he fell asleep on the call, and you stood, you stuck with him on the call, singing, uh, singing him a night a lullaby. Yes, I did. You know what? Joe really likes Rascal Flats. Can you believe that? <laughs> no, I, I can totally believe that. Puts him right to sleep. I sing him. Uh, you know, I sing him. Uh, God bless the broken road that led me straight to you. I sang that song for him, and Joe fell right to sleep. He's a little baby. Oh. He's a little. They should call him Joe Baby, frankly, because he's, <laughs> sleepy he's very, Joe baby. very sleepy. And he likes peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, so I sent him some Nutter Butters, and I sent him some Uncrustables. I got them out of my cooler. You know, under the desk of the Oval Office, I have about 69 Uncrustables just ready to go. It's about all wow. I eat. And I shared some of them with Joe. Yes. Well, if you freeze them, you can mail them in the U.S. mail, and it will thaw perfectly by the time it gets to your house. Wow. So I sent them to Joe, and he had a couple of them, and he is out like a light. It's the same way that I sleep every night, and very good. I always sleep. Every night, I always sleep. Thank you so much for coming on the call with us. We hope to have you back soon on on the Level Podcast. Just uh. Do you want to say anything to the American people one last time? Anything about Final Fantasy VII or Halo uh, Halo 3? Uh, anything you want to get out before? Just any video game thoughts you've been bundled up inside of you for the last month and a half? Just let it all out. You know what? I want to be very firm with Tom Nook right now if I can. Mr. Tom, you're doing a very bad job. You know, you should be in a real building and not in a little tent. I know that you're promising that you're going to build the building, but where is it? We haven't seen it yet. We just see the tent. So, Mr. Nook, I know that you've got your little sons, and he's probably, you know, he's probably got his fingers up those little sons right now. Whoa, <laughs> Mr. President, those are some dangerous accusations. I think that you're, you're doing a terrible shop. You only offer about four things per day. And you don't give the Able Sisters enough room to set up their store. It's very, very sad what you're doing. You know, you should grow more biodiversity on your island, okay? It shouldn't just be apples. You should bring in some more things, pears and cherries. And wouldn't it be great if we had a cheeseburger tree in Animal Crossing? So we're being very firm. We're being very firm with Isabel to get a cheeseburger tree on our island very soon. So America... Vote Trump in 2020, next year, 2020. Vote for Donald J. Trump. And I promise that we're going to have a beautiful country. Even more beautiful than right now where everybody's dying of a disease that could have been prevented. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. President. I think those those kind words will uh, uh, give the people of the United States a nice little warm hug tonight. What if instead of results, we just had the emotional satisfaction of being racist for a couple of years, and then the entire global framework <laughs> was demolished? Wouldn't that be wonderful if we just That'd got mad something. at Mexicans for two years and then nothing happened? Literally, <laughs> the world became nothing. All right, Mr. President, uh, we got to go. I know uh, you should be a bit more busy than you are actually right now spending time talking to us, but we appreciate it. I Thanks have so a call so. with Abe. I got to talk to Abe. Okay, uh, prime, uh, the Prime Minister. Okay, so see you later, Mr. President. Uh, uh, Abe, bye to you. You know, 
it's AM over there, but they call him the PM Abe, so I don't get it very much. You know? <laughs> I hope that you have a wonderful day. Goodbye, Miss President. Bye-bye. <laughs>